Life is for living. Feel to your fullest. Challenge the challengers. Carve out your place. Faithful to friends. Relentless to foes. Loving to kith. Fulfilling your word. The Gaming Grunts present the Colomar Campaign for NeuroQuest 2 by Moon Design Publications. Okay, Colomar campaign episode 15. Last time, you, a bunch of you initiated to various uh, gods, Findas and Clarius to Orlanth, Sinessa to Rinalda, Argrath to Isseries, um, and you went on a peace mission, peace slash bribe mission to the Grey Dogs to try to negotiate for Wrath's R- return, um, at which point um, Killer Branduin uh, based on the friendship that he has with Findath, said that he would uh, swore an oath that, that the two of them would present the sword to Ernal Solba at the next Feast of Beasts. Sorry, what was that about the gods? Initiated. Oh. So, uh, we t- yeah, because you're, you're, your runes aren't high enough, and it really doesn't help you. Okay. To get, you know, it also doesn't help you to get that one mastery for the catch-up. Okay. It's not yet. That's okay. <clears throat> might be worth it. Then you had a, oh, you had a visitor who told you about the tattoos. Um, Yay. Yes. So the tattoo actually has a meaning of Royal House of Starter. So one of the four of you who have the tattoo is an heir, or yeah, is a it is a an heir to the Royal House of Starter. The other three of you are Kagamusha. <laughs> what? Um, de- decoy. Well, oh, decoys. Decoys. Deco- <laughs> decoys. <laughs> Go team, fake duck. <laughs> right. So on your character sheet where you had that strange tattoo, the mm-hmm. one that uh, What's-Her-Name was asking about, mm-hmm. um, that, that means Royal House of Sarder. Okay. So uh, it is still storm season, and at, <coughs> at one point a messenger comes by with the, the latest news. Um, the news is not good. The news is that the, 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 the Dundalos tribe, who you recall were under siege by the Lunars, have been wiped out. Oh. Yes. Uh, the Lunar College of Magic summoned terrible demons and sorceries and countless companies of various soldiers from parts of the Lunar Empire um, assaulted the walls of the temple where the um, Dundalos were holding out. It's on the back of your character sheet. You know, the better, better map. Yeah. The uh, Thanes fought bravely, but they were overwhelmed. Now, a lot of them did escape into the wastes of Prax, which is to the east of you. That's where all the beast, uh, sorry, the uh, nomads live, the ones that ride various animals. Um, But a lot more surrendered, and those that did surrender, some of them were crucified, and some of them were sold into slavery. So the Dundalos tribe is no more. The Lunars have occupied that land. What happened to Brian of Nazareth? Uh, that's the wrong universe, but Brian of Whitewall is still, <laughs> is still holding out. So the whole, the whole clan is basically walking around in a deep depression over the loss of the Dundalos tribe. On the bright side, the, well, no, there, there is no bright side to this. The whole tribe is... And it starts to rain. <laughs> Actually, it starts storming. It, it's always it's always storming and raining. Um, 
So, if there's if anyone, if no one wants to do anything else, then we'll move into the sacred time. Okay. So the sacred time is 14 days at the end of the year. It's actually a non. It's not within a season. It's its own little separate bit of time, um, and. It's here that there are all the ceremonies and rituals that um, res- you know, that start the new year, or, or you know, put an end to the old year and start the new year. So it's kind of like Orlando's Holy Day in storm season in the sense that most of you are asked to take part as the you know in the role of your deities. Um, there are stories told. The stories, the, the main story that's told because you're an Orlanthi clan, is that of how Orlanth, um went to the underworld. Uh, and brought back the sun. So he went with his group of other deities called, who are called the Lightbringers, and Isaris is one. Chalana Arroy, the healer goddess, is another. Uh, Orlanth left Elmal behind. Elmal is the deity that um, Stark Gandhi worships, even though he's not, a, he's not a, an initiate. He went with, uh, with the Lightbringers. He went to the Gates of Dusk on the far western edge of the world. Which is where the sun god, when the sun god was still around, he would come out of the gates of dawn, go across the sky dome, go through the gates of dusk, and then you go through the underworld, and then the next morning he would come back out the gates of the gates of dawn. So he went to the gates of dusk, um, negotiated past the guardians, went into the underworld because now there was no sun because Orlanth had killed the sun. Uh, once he was in hell, uh, or in the underworld slash hell, he negotiated with the emperor to come back. There was an agreement that um, each would respect the lifestyle, the ways of the other, at which point um, there was a great battle when the devil, who was the embodiment of chaos, was uh, made his way to hell. He was defeated, and a at that point unknown goddess named Arachne Solara Created, uh, well, consumed the devil and gave birth to time. So this is the, this is when the gods' age ended and time began. At which point, then all of the gods who were slain came back to the surface world, and time was released. Time started. The sun rose again, and that's how Orland saved the world. The other story that's told, which is a little less so, because this is the story of Rinalda. Who is not who is important to the Orlanthi, but is not the primary focus of your clan. So Ernalda, um, when the devil came to the surface world, um, she was badly or heavily assailed and assaulted by the forces of chaos, and so she went to sleep under the earth. And she actually, I don't know about sank or drifted, but she ended up in the underworld as well. Whereupon she somehow magically called to her husband Orlanth. He responded to that call, came down to hell, fought the demon, you know, fought, uh, negotiated with the uh, with the elm, the sun god, fought the devil, and then came back. So it, it's the same story, just told from a different viewpoint. And so, obviously, in Orlanthi viewpoint, he, on his own initiative, went to the underworld to rescue Arnalda and and you know uh, make atonement for his his mistakes. The Arnalda version is. She, you know, she uh, went to the underworld, or ended up in the underworld, and then called to her husband, and her husband came down and rescued her. So, it's the, you know, it's the same story, just told from different points of view. The sun gods would say that, um, you know, once that once the sun god was in hell, he um, 
through the force of his righteousness, he called to his enemy, and his enemy came, his enemy is Orlando, his enemy came down to him, um, apologized, made obeisance, and therefore, and then Yelm said, very well, I will come back to the surface world. So, again, all points of view. Um, so, obviously, Findef, you are asked to portray at various points in the story the role of Orlant. Sinessa, you are asked to portray the role of Rinalda at certain points. Um, Ulfred, you're not an initiate to Yinkin, but Orlant had lots of or, uh, lots of alinxes, so, again, you're asked to participate. You know, you, you're one of one of the pack of alinxes that that um, that uh, Orlant had. Um, Stark Gandhi would stay behind, guarding the, the stead. Um, and uh, Vink, uh, Clara says Vingo would also accompany Orlant. She was she was also with him on some on parts of his journey. He did she didn't go into the underworld with him, but she went with him part of the way. So, um, or, uh, Finneth, why don't you roll against the clan's? Uh, let's see what it's going to be. It's the clan's magic resource, which is a twelve mastery. All right. Uh, against the difficulty of nineteen, which is the average of all the others. This is a crisis test. Let's see how well the omen's good. I rolled a three and succeeded. Nineteen. Uh, 19, so that's a failure, bump to a success, but still the three is better. Okay, so, um, yeah, a couple mistakes here and then, a few fluffed lines. You still, you still did everything right, but it wasn't, you had to be jossy. No, 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 say it this way, this way, this line. Um, so the clan suffers a little bit, because it didn't perform the magic rituals exactly as it was supposed to. Um. So that's going to drop. That's that drops the clan's magic uh, to eleven mastery. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right. So after the after the the sacred time is finished, then the new year starts. Um, whatever year that is, sixteen nineteen, I think. Um, so it is now sea season. So most of the time, uh, all of you are working like crazy because now it's planting time, planting and hunting and whatnot. So, um, well, as a thane, you're not in, you're not involved in the planting, but still, you've got to be on guard. You're you're you are on patrol, watching to make sure that no one launches a surprise raid during sea season. Normally, they don't do that because everyone else is needed at their clan and and, and steads as well. But sometimes there are. Sneak attacks. So you're doing that. Uh, Ulfred, you'd be, you would be hunting. And when you're not hunting, actually, uh, yeah, when you're not hunting, you'd probably be helping the, the planting, not necessarily doing all the planting. Um, so let's say you're planting as well, but also kind of on call as the healer. You know, someone strains their back or you know, stubs their toe and, and whatnot. And Findath, you're, you're kept busy making sure the plows are all sharp. Um, Stark Gandhi is also on patrol, probably not at the same time as Calarios, but he but he was also be doing that as well. So the time of the Feast of Beast Feast of Beasts comes around. So are you all going to go? Silly question, but I still need to ask. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the feast uh, is, uh, as last year, at the Clearwine Earth Temple, which is just a, a short, well, not a short walk. It's a walk to the south. Mm-hmm. Um, where is Sinesa, You're in Sinesa's stead, which yeah. is... Old Man Village to Earth Temple. Yeah, so it's like the river. Yeah, it's like, you know, several hours to get there. Um, 
there are no ducks there. People, some some people kind of wonder why there are no ducks there. Do you know why there are no ducks there? Where are all, what happened to all the ducks? I mean, not that we don't miss, you know, not that we don't miss them, or you know, care that they're, you know. After last year's duck hunt, maybe there aren't as many of them. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I mean, it must be the duck hunt. That's why. They're all in hiding of the cowardly ducks. All right. So, uh, Ernel Silva is there, and there's all this... There is there is some whispered murmurings about, you know, about the killer Branduin and some kind of presentations at Ernel Silva and... People are definitely looking at, at, at you, Findath, saying, you know, they're not really asking where's the sword, but they are kind of wondering what, you know, they've heard some of the stories, where's the sword? Did we have a chance to meet up with uh, Killer Brainwind on the way to the Earth Temple at all? Uh, let's see. No, you missed him. Oh, well. Can we find him now? Yes, you can find him now. All right. Hello, Findath. Hello, Killer. I just uh, Brandwin, please. Brandwin. Um, well, I don't know which is his first name. Killer is his, is his nickname, the way that Dueler is your nickname now. Well, I don't know how you know what his parents were into. <laughs> are you ready to, to uh, present Wrath? I am, if you are. I am ready. All right, let us present it together. Very well, let us do so. All right. So Ernel Solva is there. She is dressed... Uh, again, sort of as Arnalda. Oh, no, it's fine. There we go. No, that's the wrong spot. Um, she's got, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, all the poems that you hear about how Arnalda the goddess is supposed to look like, she's dressed exactly as, you know, even even if it sounds like it should be contradictory, they've managed <laughs> to make sure that, every, you know, she wears flowers and, you know, leaves, whatever. She's, she's got you know, makeup and no makeup. Huh? <laughs> She's dressed all in gold and is and on in, the moon. And in silver, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Um, right. So all of you see her, kind of get that little double vision noted of shimmer. You know, if you see her as Ernalda, and now Orlando tries to manifest through you for that. So what is your um, what is your divine your rune <coughs> your Hold on, don't don't roll it yet. What do so you have a mas- one mastery? Two mastery? Yeah, I have one mastery. Okay. Um, so you can for, before you roll the rune, you need to roll and try to roll your love Ernal Silva to see if that helps you as well. That is a sixteen. And I've got a I failed a seventeen. Okay, I succeed with an eight. Okay, so the love Ernal Silva doesn't help you too much. You are presenting wrath, however, to uh, to her. Uh, so you're at what is it? You have one mastery. one mastery. You're actually at one mastery two. So you have two levels of mastery because oh. you're giving wrath. Okay. Well, you're both giving wrath, but you're giving wrath. Oh. So it's a one with two masteries against an eighteen. Right. Actually, no, it's against a. Four, I'm sorry, it's against a. This is a hard one. So this is four against a four mastery. So you have one mastery against four. So I rolled a 15 and failed. I rolled an 11 and failed. Okay, but that, that succeeds then. Bumps so it's to a success. Bumps okay. to a success. So a success versus a failure means that you uh, do get a success. So Orlanth manifests himself through you. Please read. Or read uh, the site. 
Sweet green woman, look at me. I have returned the conqueror. None could stand before me, and I have done the impossible. Here's the gift you sought. Your earth must be mine. I am yours. What deeds must I do? Colonel Silva is very, very impressed with the fact that you have that you and Killer Branduin have both returned the sword to her. Um, I swallow my comment about who actually, you know, went to the temple. <laughs> Smart idea. Um, so she gives you a night a very, very big kiss. Aww. She gives Branduin a peck on the cheek. Still. You know, thank you know. She thanks you both for returning the sword, uh, and she says uh, that t- tomorrow she will tell you what your next task is. Well, that was my sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyone want to uh, get particularly drunk at the feast of beasts, or otherwise? I will. You will. <laughs> All right. Make a roll. There it is. Make a roll. Well, 19 and failed. 10. That's a 10. Okay, that's certainly a success. All right, you get very, you get nicely drunk, happy drunk, (laughs) comradely drunk. Okay. So, very good. Okay, so the the festival ends, and the next day, you and you and the rest of you are brought in front of Bernal Silva. Um, Killer Randuin is not there. We'll see him later, I'm sure. <laughs> I just hope he didn't die of kiss poisoning. He was on the cheek, so unless it was a... Exactly! If he got it deadly, what's going to happen to me? Well, you're still alive. <laughs> For now. <clears throat> okay, so, you are brought before Ernal Silva and her mother, Queen Antarius. Okay, she is st- she's not dressed as the goddess anymore, she's dressed as sort of herself. That's not. She's not manifesting that, that uh, Ernalda, and you're not manifesting Orlanth. Okay, so it's just all of you. Oh. So she says, though, uh, referencing your, your poetry, though that gift be easy for you, there is yet that which will not be so. The demons summoned by Fazer's sorcerers grabbed my father and dragged him into a bottomless pit. It was the same pit where the Lunars had condemned Sheng Solaris, a great and powerful king who had killed the Red Emperor and even scarred the celestial face of the Red Goddess before the Lunars defeated him through sorcery and trickery. This pit lies far beneath the Court of the Dead and is guarded by monsters and demons. It is the deepest, darkest part of the underworld where torture is like breath, pain like clothing, and suffering like food. It is there that my father is tormented by fire and flame, day and night, forever and ever. He is without his hands and so cannot escape this lunar pit. So here is my third and final challenge. Free my father from hell. Well, we have our work cut out for us, don't we? (laughs) (laughs) So he is without his hands? That is correct. Yeah. Well, did, can we like borrow the hands of posturing? One moment. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> okay. So she asks. 
Sanessa, please step forward. Okay. Okay? She gives you a green bough of wood cut from a hawthorn tree, and it's covered in white flowers. She says, This bough is a bond with the world of living and endures despite contact with darkness and death. So she gives you this, mm-hmm. this hawthorn, hawthorn bough. Hawthorn, H-A-W, thorn, T-H-O-R-N. So it gives you uh, some specific abilities. Okay. So you want to be ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the life rune, it gives you as two mastery. Oh, wait, I have to write on here. Uh, right? You can write it whenever and okay. transfer it later. Okay. So life rune, two mastery. Okay. And then as a breakout ability, protection from the underworld at plus three. So that's a five mastery total when you're using it as protection from the underworld. Okay, new base ability. Okay, so that, wait, I'm sorry, I'm not writing fast enough. Protection okay. from the underworld, plus, plus three. three. Okay. Okay, new base ability, merciful, two mastery. Okay, and then two new base abilities, anything you choose at 13. So ability one, 13, ability two, 13. And you can think about what you think this, um, you know, mm-hmm. magical item, this, this mythical magical item should have. Okay. The special stick. Yeah, it's a yeah. very special stick. It's not the beating stick. Right. It's a special stick. <laughs> it's a friendly stick. Ulfred, <laughs> please step forward. Okay. Okay. She gives you, at, she places at your feet, wrath. Okay. Avenge my father who fought to free us by freeing him in turn. Okay. Pick it up. <laughs> okay. So when you pick it up, all of you kind of hear this little bell, ting, chime kind of going off. So wrath's abilities, you may want to write this down. Okay. Uh, death rune, two mastery. With a breakout ability of um, final death to the unliving. That's a plus three to unliving. Okay, new base ability, vengeful to mastery. It is called wrath, after all. Uh, and then two more abilities at 13. Two more abilities at 13. Right. Okay. Okay. That I figure out later. You can fi- yeah, figure okay. out later. And the final gift... She says she pr- brings forth a v- a very very nice looking bag, which she'll open up. It's fur lined inside, and it has the red hands of Hofstaring. Return these hands to my father, and he shall be able to go to his rightful place. So, who wants to take those? Well, I suppose I should. Okay, you got them. Red hands of Hofstaring. No ability. <coughs> They're his hands, not yours. And at this and point, an and an ice bag. Fur lined. Do I get to keep the bag when the whole. Yes. <laughs> Just what you need to put metal tools in <laughs> for a line bag. Like, hey, you don't want them like banging around, scratching. You know, this like, clanking. It'll help reduce the sound. That's true. Muffle it. <laughs> his, his beard only has so much room. That's true. <laughs> you can put the bag in the beard. Or the bottom of the beard. You have, like, oh, hanging on there. At uh, 
which point now you are just Queen Ontario basically sh- uh, shushes you out of the room. Uh, uh, so we're supposed to go to hell. Does someone have like a map to hell? You know, a handbasket anywhere? You just you just heard an interesting story, didn't you? Participated in a ceremony. Yes. To the gate of dusk. We will need to travel west across the land. Where is it at? Well, where Orlanth went was at the end of the world, at the far end of Glorantha. Where is that? Way, way. Well, he went all the way to the western edge of the, the western edge of the world. Right, the world is basically a gigantic earth rune shape, generally speaking, a big square of earth in a, in a sea of water, surrounded by the sky dome. So you know, there's that there's that painting of the guy who break you know walk, crawling on the world and and, and breaks through the, um, the the dome of the sky. Or you said ever see the Truman Show? No. Okay. Oh yes, I have. So right, he he sails and he hits he hits the edge. Yeah, yeah. Right. So that's kind of what Orlando did. He sailed okay. all the way to the edge of the world, where the sun leaves the earth, leaves the sky, and goes down to the underworld. And he and he followed Yelm. That's what he did. That's not necessarily what you have to do, but that's what he did. Is there like a shortcut, like a like a pipe? Like but should we go to yeah, the east then, because we're closer to the edge, east edge, than west? <laughs> but well, I mean, you might be several thousand miles closer, okay. but you've got thousands of miles to to, to go. Okay. To the library. To the library. Yeah. yeah. We could find out. Because um, knowledge is power. <laughs> find no, out. Um, do some genealogy studies and see if you're the heir. Well, so the, the the rest of sea season, basically, you, you can't do anything right. because you're planting, harvesting winter crops, plowing fields, sharpening tools, healing boo-boos, you know, running patrols. Avoiding the whole go-to-hell task. <laughs> not, well, you're not avoiding it. Well, I mean, so... so really procrastinating. <laughs> I mean, you could certainly, I mean, you could certainly ask your, the, the knowledgeable folks of your clan as to what... Uh, in fact, I'm, I'm. Well, are you going to tell your clan what you're tasked with, I think or are you so. going to keep it to yourselves? <laughs> That'd be an awfully hard secret to keep. Bye. We're well, all only, only the six of you, five of you, six of you are there. Yeah, but once we leave, <laughs> yeah, well, we're we're just going out for groceries. We'll be back in maybe never. <laughs> <laughs> we're going for some smokes. <laughs> They, they only sell this brand by the, the dust gate. So we go all the way there. God, it takes so long. Right. So, so some of the knowledgeable people in your clan will tell you that. So, um, traveling to hell. I mean, it's it. What this sounds like is what they what is called an other world's hero quest. Okay. So, a hero quest is a way that you sort of emulate what the gods did. Okay. So, the the very the simplest method or the simplest kind of hero quest is what you've been doing while you're worshipping. It's just a ceremony. So ceremonially, you are reenacting what the gods did. You're not actually, you yourself are not actually doing it. You're saying, you're standing up saying, I am Orlanth, I am going to the, gate, the gates of dusk, I am going to the underworld, I am negotiating with Yelm, I am coming back. Okay? You're not really doing it, you're play acting. Okay? Another level of hero quest is what's called a this world's hero quest. So there what you do is you say, okay, you see that mountain over, or, well, yeah, you see that mountain over there, or that hill over there? 
ceremonially represents the gigantic mountain that you can see from your stead, Karofin, which is uh, where Orlan's mother lives. Okay, that's 40,000 feet high, very hard to climb. Okay, you say, well, I'm not going to climb that. But this mountain is going to represent Karofin. And so I will, I will do my magic so that this mount, this little hill turns into Karofin, so to speak. And so all of the challenges that I would have faced had I really climbed Karofin, the mountain, the true mountain, I will get in sort of a scaled down factor. So it'll still be hard, but it won't be as hard as the real thing. But I'll still face all the same challenges that I would have faced as though I were climbing the real mountain, but scale down. So it won't be, you know, a, you won't have challenges of like five, two masteries, which you might have climbing the real mountain. It'll be only five, one mastery, which is still hard, but not, un, not, un, no, not impossible. The third type of hero quest, which is what this one sounds like, is where you actually go over to the other side. So you're not, so, so the shorter or the, the, this world version of the hero quest that, um, Colonel Solva is proposing, saying, go to hell, going to hell, say, well, I'll find this place where darkness powers are strong, and I'll call that hell, and so I'll face all the dangers, but in a scaled-down factor. That, that would be the this-world version. In the other-world's version, you actually are going to hell. You're, real, you're going to the same place that Orlanth went, you're going to face the same types of dangers that Orlanth or Arnalda faced. <clears throat> We're literally going to hell. Exactly. Except we don't get the benefits of being divine beings. <laughs> no, but you have you have something better. We the, have a magic stick. <laughs> and a magic sword, and the hands of posture. And a really nice bag. And a really okay, nice bag. we do have a really nice bag. <laughs> there is that. And you're also you're also in one in one sense you're better than the gods because the gods are fixed into what they can and cannot do, whereas humans, well, mortals, can do anything, including die. Yes, that's true. And, and hurt. No, the gods felt pain. Oh, they didn't die. That's true. Well, some of them died facing chaos. They didn't. And, well, Orlanth killed Orlanth killed the sun, so they can die. In the in the um, in the speech that mm-hmm. um, Arnold Silva gave us, yes, can we hear it again? Sure, because it sounded like maybe there was hints of where to go that are yeah. all the way to the gate. Uh, okay, the demon summoned Fazer sorcerer summoned by Fazer sorcerers grabbed my father and dragged him into a bottomless pit. It was the same pit where the lunars had condemned Sheng Solaris, a great and powerful king who had killed the Red Emperor and even scarred the celestial face of the Red Goddess. That's the moon. Mm-hmm. The story is that Shang Solaris actually went to the, the Red Moon and plundered part of it. So someone was on the moon. Yes. And it was a very long, large leap for mankind. <laughs> um, before the Lunars defeated him through sorcery and trickery. This pit lies far beneath the court of the dead and is guarded by monsters and demons. It is the deepest, darkest part of the underworld where torture is like breath, pain like clothing, and suffering like food. It is there that my father is tormented by fire and flame, day and night, forever and ever. He is without his hands and so cannot escape this lunar pit. 
<laughs> so, we need the Court of the Dead, huh? Yeah. And that's part of the Underworld. Yeah. It sounded like. Yeah, but, you know, if someone have, happens to have, like, an Underworld map. Right. You know. Well, GPS. What about, like, a trapdoor? <laughs> you know, like, oh, it's down there. Just jump down the hole. <laughs> a Mayan temple with a gigantic pilgrim pillar that just leads on. Oh, wrong game. <laughs> and that didn't lead to hell. That led to uh, a hollow earth. An underworld. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, I vote next chance we get, we pop over to the library. Like uh, the clan leaders tell you, or the the, the clan t- sages say, "Excuse me, uh, that's a very good idea." Uh, you have have you met Minerith Purple? Yes, that's good. Are is, are you friendly with him? Yes, that's even better because he. Uh, the rumors are that he himself actually did travel, has traveled to the underworld. Oh, to t- t- to talk to the dead, <coughs> to ask them questions. next time we show up at the library. Mm-hmm. <laughs> more than a dollar, more like a ten spot. Yeah, yeah, you know, just like, it's, it's got a little extra change. Here you go. It's a lot more bargains, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> they're also very persuasive. So I guess I'll let you pay. <laughs> <laughs> so I will, um, I'll make photocopies of these pages or try to get the PDF and print it out. Um, so asking, so again, talking to the priests in your clan, the ones who know more, um, so, some common myths. Okay, so what the priests tell you about the underworld. So, underneath the realms of earth and water is the underworld. It precedes all that can be known and houses mystery, houses mystery, spawns mystery, and is a mystery itself. It is where we all came from and where we are all going. The most famous places in the underworld are the Court of Silence, the River of Hate, and the Hall of the Dead. But there are many other locations that appear in many stories, such as the Bridge of Bones, the River of Swords, and the Palace of Darkness. So Court of Silence, River of Hate, Hall of the Dead, and then also Bridge of Bones, River of Swords, and Palace of Darkness. And the pit that we're going to is under the Court of the Dead? That's what Ernest Solva said, yes. The priests will also tell you, here is what happens when you die. Your soul separates from your body. For seven days, the soul lingers near the body, drifting farther apart from it and developing spirit senses. When it's ready, the soul flies inwards into the heart space, which is a mirror that cannot be fully penetrated until you are dead or have acquired a hero quest initiation. On the other side of the mirror is an icy mountaintop. Though no stars, planets, or or sun lights the sky, the newly dead can see. The soul joins in a parade of others, all bearing the marks of their life and death upon them. No one speaks. The procession descends through a vast mountain range whose peaks and cliffs are all piercing and jagged. At the bottom of the mountains, where the black sand lies in piles, the path meanders. At this place, the ghosts of bruise and things like them depart chaos stuff. 
A bridge made of bones spans a great chasm. At the bottom of the chasm roars the river of swords, and the only sound is the horrible clashing of arms. Arms as weapons, not arms as weapons. <laughs> On this bridge stands Janak, J-A-N-A-K, with a long stick who knocks all perjurers off into the suffering below. The road leads to a great round tower, so vast that the edges of it cannot be seen from the road, nor can its top be seen. A hundred doors penetrate it, and the vast throng of dead enter the courts of silence. The courts are inside this big tower. The crowd is silent, each awaiting their turn. At the front of the hall is the throne of Darhudan, judge of the dead. He used to be grandfather mortal, the per first person to be made, and the first person to die. In galleries all around the walls of the hall wait the gods and their servants. Each soul approaches him, him Darhudan, to be recognized and judged. Darhudan asks for the history of the person from anyone present. The gods who wish to speak uh, on behalf of the person descend from the gallery to serve witness. Then Darhudan assigns him to a fate, and the soul departs, appropriately escorted, through one of the hundred doors at the rear of the courts of silence. Through those doors wait the places we might go in the afterlife. Some are good, like Orlans Hall or the Hall of House of Women. Others are evil, like the dead air or the empty mountain. So we have to find this mirror. In order to get through. I guess so. But that sounds like heart that's heart? what isn't that what like if you actually die, right? Did yeah. you die or if you're interested in a hero quest, which I think this call upon so what you may want to do is, um, either individually or collectively, write down like kind of like what you think you might encounter along the way in order to get to where you're going. Those are called stations in HeroQuest parlance. So just, you know, what do you think you might encounter? Or where might you have to go or what you might have to do? We will probably have to... Across this uh, bridge of bones, is it? Is there a judger on the bridge or something? Yes, Janak. Janak. But he just deals with perjurers. So be honest. Well, we are in the order of truth, so that helps. So we have to go to the this mountain first, right? Mm-hmm. Descend the mountain. Go to the meandering path, which leads to the bridge of bones. Crosses over the river of over the river of swords. Yep. I guess that the court of the dead is located somewhere within the hall of the dead. The court of silence. Um, Arnold Silva spoke of the court of the dead. Uh, she probably did. Yes, beneath the courts of court of the dead. Yes. Wait, is that the hall of the dead or the court of silence? Well. She said Court of the Dead. She said Court of the Dead. The village elders are telling us about the Court of Silence and the Hall of the Dead. A Court of the Dead can probably be within a Hall of the Dead. Mm. Which the Bridge of Bones leads to the Hall of the Dead? Um, the place where that... It leads to the Palace of Darkness. Wait, the bridge leads to the Palace of Darkness. Yes. Uh, actually, the bridge leads to a Great Round Tower. Oh. Just a tower. Yeah. The Palace of Darkness, actually, I don't... I mean, I mentioned it earlier, but I don't think I mentioned it in the longer what okay. happens after you die. Okay. And Darhuden hangs out in this tower? 
He is the judge of the dead, yes. He assigns you to where you're going to, where in which afterlife you go to. How do we get back to regular life? Well, um, we don't. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll discuss that with Hofstern when we need him. He's gonna have his hands back. Okay, so then after the Great Tower, do we know what happens? At, uh, is the only way to leave that through the doors? That's what that's what you're told. That's what these these stories say. Yes. Maybe there's a door back to life. <laughs> there's hundreds of them, right? <laughs> that's possible. Something else to think about. With regards, I mean, the, the hero quests also have a goal in mind. And, and the goal, it's not necessarily just one goal. Um, the obvious goal, of course, is to rescue King Hosterian. Okay, now, what, something to think about, you don't have to answer it necessarily right now, but you can discuss it, is, is there anything else? It, you know, it, um, what do you think that would mean for you, either singly or collectively, or for your clan, by having King Hosterian Return, you know, not, maybe not necessarily return to the living, but at least, you know, freeing him, you'd get a reward. There would be some kind of reward. So do you want the reward or whatever that you think it might be? Do you want that for yourselves or for the clan? What do you want? You know, do you want anything? Do you, you can have both. You can also decide you want to have what's called a hero quest challenge, where you actually can pick up personal abilities. You can, it's, it's like a wager. You, you bet one of your abilities against someone else's ability. And if you win, then you take some of that ability and add it to your own. If you lose, then you lose your ability and the other person gets it. Mm -hmm. But I think the first thing to think about is, you know, what besides rescuing him, what, what reward, what do you think this will do for you or for your <coughs> clan? It should give us a lot of glory. Aren't we trying to basically overthrow the lunar soldiers and take control of our there might be some of that too. Yeah. They did just wipe out the Dundalos tribe. They're like. I mean, what's going to happen to Hopster and Wendy? Get that idiot off the throne. Yeah. <laughs> Terratine, his we'll fake Terratine. His hands, and then he's free, and then he gets his sword back, and then maybe the wrath of Hopster and wipe the winners. Well, wrath was, not, wrath was not Hopster's sword. Wrath mm. was the sword of Indroder Greydog. Mm. But Hopster had. His, mag his magical ability was he was able to leap a great, I mean, tree leaper, right? He could leap over trees. It's kind of a weak ability. And he also could have his spear fight on its own. Ah, well, there we go. But he didn't, you didn't see didn't John Carter of Mars, did you? No, I didn't. All he could really do was here. Boing. He did a Prussians. Well, was it, was it Hofstring that went to the Red? <laughs> no, that was Shang Solaris. So how did he get there? Did he jump too? Um, the stories don't say. Your story, the stories you know don't say how he got there. Magic. Mm. Oh. Who's um, Minerith Purple again? He is the head of the, the sage at the Johnstown Library. And he's definitely someone we should talk to about how to get there. 
how to get to hell. Yes. All right, so it is fire season now, so now all the, the main work of the planting has been done. So now you're actually free to travel. Cool. Within, within limits, of course. To the library. Yeah, Johnstown so Library. That's great information from our elders. Now we're going to get some more in the library. Yep, yeah. that's the hope. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you go to the you go to the library. Minter Earth Purple is there. Hello, welcome back. Hi. Can I help you? Yeah, we've uh, we've been tasked with a, a great quest, and we were hoping you could give us some information to help us along with it. I will try. What quest are you, what quest are you upon? Uh, we are quest is upon you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's more upon us than we are upon it. Upon. But uh, we are to go to the underworld. Oh my! Yes. Literally, not <laughs> figure. Oh, that that kind of hero quest. Yes, I see. And how while can I? While alive, of course. Pardon? While alive, of course. Oh, of course. I yes, I, I've been there. It's not. It's not hard. Oh. Oh. Which brings us to our next question: Was how do we get there? How do you get there? Well, there are several ways that you can get there. Um, um, so your priests will need to do a ritual to send you to the other side, to the hero plane. Um, there are three ways that I know of that would be very easy, and a fourth that probably you don't want to use. Um, the first... and. and each of these, well, the first two have specific paths that are known for getting to to and through the underworld. The first one is Orland's path. Um, roughly every two weeks or so, there's a constellation of stars called Orland's ring. It's, it's a ring. It's literally a ring of stars. So the stars, I uh, won't go into a huge ephemeris, but the stars... The constellations do not follow the same earthly patterns. So every two weeks, Orlant's ring travels into the underworld. The stars actually go to the underworld. So during this time, you could go from Orlant's hall straight into the underworld. So your priest's rituals would send you to Orlant's hall, from which point then you would exit through the proper exit and enter into the underworld. Now, in order to follow this path, someone needs to be an Orlanthe initiate. Lucky us. You have two. Uh, although Orlanth rather than Vinga would be better. Um, you would inherit all of Orlanth's enemies, because essentially you... you Less lucky us. <laughs> and um, ideally, you would, in a sense, you would be re- you would be redoing the Lightbringer's quest. So you would, you would kind of want to have someone representing each of the Lightbringers. Not required, but heavily recommended. The second way, which is also um, your priest will help you with, um, from Ernalda's loom house, loom like, you know, weaving, from her loom house, there is a door that leads to the necropolis 
of T. Koratet. She is the goddess, uh, she is the earth goddess of the dead. Who? T. Koratet. T. Y. New word. K. O. R. A. New word. T. E. K. T. E. K. T. E. K. So T. Koratek. T. Koratek. So that, in that path, there would need to be an Arnalda initiate leading it. Lucky, lucky that you have. You would inherit all of Arnaldo's enemies, and you'd be basically following her path. Um, that story, generally, there are only there is Arnaldo and her retinue. So all, all of you would be her retinue. Well, all of you except Sinessa would be her retinue. What's retinue? Party. Entourage. Entourage. Posse. Old boys. <laughs> the, th- uh, the third way would be through the six stones rich uh, temple uh, over at the uh, Indroder's Necklace, which is in the Grey Dog Clan. It's the Humaki Temple that you got the um, uh, undead killing ability from. There are other ways... um, to, the, 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 the easier ways to get to the underworld would be to go to a place on the surface world that connects directly to the underworld. There are several places. Um, there's one called the Tar Pit on the Shadow Plateau, which is way south of here, and it's um, controlled by trolls. Uh, there's the Hell Crack in Pent, which is way to the northeast. It's where the horse nomads live. Um, there's Magasta's Pool, which is in the center of the big ocean at the center of the world. But um, obviously those places are quite far away and guarded by magical guardians. Does the Hellcrack export any kind of, like, plushed goods or small teddy bears? Not that I'm aware of. (laughs) No reason to go there, then. Ask. Magasta's pool, babe. <laughs> Hellcrack. Who's Magasta? Magasta is the king of the ocean, of the water deities. Hellcrack. Harry and Don. Stinky. No, I was just thinking the other day that it's weird that um, Bob Hoskins basically played a Mario like character in Brazil before he was hired on to be Mario in Super Mario Brothers. The TV show? No, the movie. Oh, the movie. <laughs> well, you know, that fat Italian thing is a pretty big, well-known cliche stereotype, but plumber. Bob Hoskins was an Italian. Uh, it's an easy caricature. So, Minerith <laughs> Purple will, uh, again, I'll try to make copies or print out from the PDF. Um, he has a number of scrolls that have lots of different oh. stories about the underworld, and of which probably the most useful of them, there's probably two that, eh, uh, there's probably one that's of most immediate use. Uh, and this scroll is about the pit of Vakalta, V-A-K-A-L-T-A, V-A-K-A-L-T-A, Vakalta, pit of. So the, the, part, the portion of the scroll goes, When Umath cut down Predark with the seven powers, he hurled the howling void down into the great fissure of the empty mountain. Okay, Umath was Orlan's father, primal heir. 
There all evil things are condemned. It was there that Nontrea, N-O-N-T-R-A-Y-A, N-O-N-T-R-A-Y-A. It was there that Nontrea, the taker and waster, was imprisoned. It was from there chaos conquered hell. And it was from there that the foundations of the spike were shattered. The spike is the, um, the perfect mountain that existed in the God's age. And when chaos came into the world, the spike blew up. Within the empty mountain is the pit of Vakalta that reaches down to the void. Floating on the writhing pre-dark is the plateau of Ikads, I-K-A-D-Z, I-K-A-D-Z. The plateau of Ikads, one of the demons of chaos, that's Ikads, where the souls of the truly evil are cleansed through suffering before they can rejoin the other dead. It is an evil place haunted by demons and other chaos. So Minareth will, um, again, suggest that, or, you know, encourage you to figure out, okay, what are you, what is your goal? What are you seeking? Are you going to do uh, a hero quest challenge against some opponent in there where you wager your abilities in order to get abilities? If you wager an ability, is it only against the, the exact same ability? Not necessarily. It can be against anyone else. It can be. It can be against anyone else's ability. But when you take their when you take their ability, you you add to the ability that you are gambling. So it's not. Uh-huh. So it's not that okay. you're taking their ability and just getting yourself. You're saying, well, I'm going to wager my sword fighting against In order to X. Against X. Yeah, and if I win, <coughs> I get some amount of that added to my sword. Not not the same ability. So if I wager long and impressive beard against someone else's, uh, you know, uh, bring people back to life. Right. I just get a longer get beard. beard. You <laughs> get an ex- Well, it would become a more extraordinarily long and impressive <laughs> I thought you have to tuck it into your shoes. And <laughs> <laughs> you need to hire someone just to you know, carry my beard. beard. Yeah. Your beard squire. But we can stash a lot more stuff in there. <laughs> On the other hand, if you lose, then you would become clean shaven. Clean, totally clean and would never be able to grow a beard. My back problems would be gone. <laughs> it's a win win. Except for where I actually win. That I so again, uh, so this this cleansing process it doesn't include any sort of you know, torture, the eternity of hell kind of thing. Well, that's for the evil spirits who are cleansing. Are you evil spirit? Mm-hmm. Well, I'd imagine you'd only want to go there if you needed to be cleansed. <laughs> I can't imagine you'd want to go there at all. You get There's lots of pain there. Cleanse through suffering before you can rejoin the other dead. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Is that still so much like a good vacation? Well, no, but if any of these things would be cleansed, that's the laboratory. If you were evil, you wouldn't want to be cleansed. (laughs) Yeah, it seems like kind of an an involuntary thing, for the most part. If we happened to find ourselves there, we would probably want to be the hasty retreat. Well, with all the pain. That this bridge of bone, I'd rather not land in the river of swords. Well, there's that, too. I was just thinking, maybe this, this area could be to cleanse us if we're not evil spirits. It doesn't. I didn't. I didn't hear in the story that it needed to be an evil spirit. 
just that it's just a place of cleansing. So if there's any aspect of us that's not that could be No, but it's a place where a chaos demon is torturing people. Ah, uh, now it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is not something we should regard as a tool so much as... A place we don't want to go. Yeah. <laughs> Places to avoid. Again, you should, you know, you'll need to decide which path you wish to follow. So, so what are the two it? paths, again, just so I understand? In general, there, there is Orland's path or Arnaldo's path. Oh, okay, that yeah. path, okay. Right. And then, again, you'll want to, he'll say, you know, you, you want to assemble what you think these list of stations are going to be. Um, the underworld is confusing. They may not always show up. They may show up in out of sequence or in different order. Um, but it's always, it's always helpful to at least have an idea of this is what I expect to see, and when I see it, this is how I will act or react or not act. Cool. If we enter, if we say take the Orlandian path, yes. um, do we have to have an Orlandian? Uh, in order to get back, no. I like your confidence in my ability to not die. <laughs> I find your lack of faith disturbing. Bath and Calarius are Orlanth initiates. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But I'm the female version and therefore lesser. Different, not lesser. <laughs> It's the, it's the acceptable way for women to, to do what men traditionally do. Why does there have to be a special way for a woman to do something? There's also a, there is also a cult where men can do, <laughs> where, uh, a subcult of Ronaldo where men can join and do things that women traditionally do. Yes, well, I don't like these labels. <laughs> yes, when we get back from saving the world, we can introduce a Title IX-like legislation. <laughs> No, actually, they're, they're, no. It's, actually, it's not. It's not. It's really not discrimination. It's more segregation. Wow. There, there are there are things that the, the men there are things that the men do, and there are things that the women do, and there are ways where the other can do what the one does. Good, Calarios, you can lop any man's head off with one cleave. You <laughs> should be happy with your ability. I wouldn't even want to get into a drinking contest with you. <laughs> Yeah, she's got she's got some abilities. I'm just saying, man. If I want to kill somebody, I shouldn't have to go be an initiate of a special god in order to cut someone's head off just because I was born a female. Oh, it is a sad and unfair world in which we live. <laughs> Sweet green woman. <laughs> the other thing, the Orlando, the Orlando path seems easier, for us, right? The uh, Rinnereth will say that uh, because you will need to find appropriate roles or people for the roles, um, because the Lightbringer. Okay, so Orlanth, Orlanth and the Lightbringers sound like a big band, but so Orlanth had with him he had Isaris, which you, which Argrath can fill. He had Shalana Aroy, which was a healer, which Senessa can probably feel fill in. Uh, there was also Lanker Mai, who was the sage. He was the knowledgeable one. Don't really have anyone quite like that. Maybe Stark Gandhi could do that in a pinch because he's got the truth room. Um, but overall, we're not a smart bunch, right? <laughs> um, there was um, 
the, the troubling role, the, the most troubling role of all is that there was Yermol, the trickster, the, the asshole of, <laughs> also known as Down Boy, as in Down Boy. Um, he, he, in the stories, he's the trickster. He betrays, he, he, he is outside, he's completely outside the law in that he, a, a trickster can do anything they want and cannot be punished by the law for doing so. They can rape your wife, they can steal, they can murder. The law cannot touch them. On the other hand, anything done to the trickster cannot be punished by the law either. So you can go beat the crap out of him for no reason. You can kill him, you can lynch him, you can you know, do horrible, unspeakable sexual things to him. And the law cannot punish you for doing that. So he... He's a, he is the necessary change to the universe. Um, so usually what happens is the trickster will go... Well, when, uh, the, the trickster will bond himself to the chieftain. And basically the chieftain says, you, um, you, only, you do what I tell you to do and I won't... And I'll make sure that no one else can... You know, will, will basically kill you. So that's why it's kind of down, boy. You do what I say. Okay. So the, the, the flip side to that is that then the chieftain is responsible for anything the trickster does. So if the trickster steals from you, then the, chief, then the chieftain is responsible for recompensing you. At which point then the chieftain goes beats the crap out of the trickster, don't steal from this guy anymore. And takes the money from... Okay. Well, no, the trickster doesn't have any money. Oh. It's all been taken from him anyway. Oh, okay. he just be, the chief will just go beat the crap out of him and say, don't do it again. And the trickster says, oh, no, master, I won't do it again. And then promptly goes and does it again. At which point he gets the crap beat out of him again, <laughs> and so on. So, in the underworld, or, uh, the trickster betrayed Orlan's hospitality. Orlan was a guest. Yermol violated the laws of hospitality, and Orlan was held responsible because he was the chief. And yet to be sent to the underworld, you have to have a character that represents the trickster. You have if to have... If you follow you, the Orlan's path. If you follow the Orlan's path, then you need to have somebody... Who represents the trickster? Now that doesn't have to be a player character; it can be an NPC, uh, which I will play. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, it's it can it's be risky if you have if you have a character like that. I wouldn't want to lose wrath to someone who will But if we choose to go Arnaldo's path, does that mean? Are we at a disadvantage because she kind of just sat there in the underworld to get rescued by Orlean? Or well, but she also just... called magically to Orlean. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she summoned him there, but that doesn't... He, She still needed him to get out. I mean, are we... Do we have to, like, play that story out, too, kind of thing? I mean, how... Would it be... Would we be at a disadvantage to taking her path if we... Um, her story is a little less well-known and understood, and at least among the player characters, the players might be interpreted as being more passive um, or more dependent, but her story, I mean, in, in from her point of view, she called on, you know, she has the magical power to call on someone to come down and not necessarily rescue her, but to fix the world. She called, she called Orlan to come down and say, you negotiate with Orlan, uh, with Yelm, and, and make and make this agreement so we can all leave. So it's not so much come down and rescue me and bring me back to life, although the Orlanthi might say that. It's clean up this mess. Yeah, it's like there's always another. Yeah, it's like there's always another way. Find it. 
you caused this mess, fix it. Find the, find the way to fix this mess that you caused. And he did. So who's, who, who's more powerful, the one who did it or the one that told him to do it? Now, if we, well, if we do, if we follow Arnaldo's path, who would we summon down there? Orlean himself? Would we actually be able to summon Orlean? Uh, well, you you have an Orlean you, you have you have an Orlean representative with you, and I'd like to redirect Yelm to my attorney, <laughs> your <Pretty hard> partner. <laughs> I think I think we can make well, this work. Well, it's not necessarily that you're completely reenacting. You're not reenacting the Lightbringer's quest. That would be that would be even harder than going to hell and back. To be honest, um, because because it's such a long quest and it's an extraordinarily dangerous quest. Even even more dangerous than going to hell is what Orlanth had to go through in order to get Yelm to agree. Oh, um, there's basically a step in that hero quest that nobody can survive except Orlanth. And truly, Orlan, not even a hero quester, can do it. What what is that step? Um, it, it's a fire. It, it's a bath in the flames of. Oh, I can't. Is it baths of Nelot or Aeon? I think it's the baths of Nelot. It's basically the one, the well of the well of wisdom. And so that's so that's why only of uh, other than Nelot, only Orlan has true wisdom. Well, how come Orlan is the only one that could survive it? Because, because that's he's just God, and, and that's that's the way it is. So anyone who wants to reenact the Lightbringer's quest has to find a way to substitute in a different step and say, you know what, I'm not going to face the Baths of Nailot because I know no one can survive that but Orlanth, and I ain't. Even though I'm representing him, I ain't Orlanth. So they do something else instead. And when if we if we go on Ronaldo's quest. As her, uh, as her entourage, mm-hmm. uh, which characters are, are we just ourselves or are, we different, are there other characters? The, the characters are actually sl- are slightly more fluid, so you would just be either, you know, companions of, and you could kind of define yourselves as you like. You certainly don't need to have a trickster with you. I'm liking the, uh, the Arnalda path. Path of less resistance. <laughs> <laughs> The path of not having not having to not having to require a liar, murderer, and traitor in your midst, because yeah. that's because that's what the trickster is. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, he tells <laughs> lies, he murders people, and he violates oaths. He breaks oaths. Well, Sanessa, you would be stepping into the role of Ronaldo. What do you think about that? <clears throat> I think it's better than having a trickster for sure. Um, is that that would be a lot of trouble because we all need to be, depend on each other to actually come out of this and come back here. Yeah. The Orlanthi the Orlanthi stories all do also say that despite Yermal violate you know breaking an oath and and abandoning Orlanth, he actually was necessary for Orlanth's quest to succeed. If, if the trickster had not been there, the quest would not have succeeded. Huh. Very interesting. Now it's so easy to look at these. What about the, the six stones? That's a, the six stones is is a is a place which you've been to. It's the Humakti Temple where right. you got your um, undead fighting ability. Right. But you would need to convince the Humakti to perform this ritual for you. Hmm. So I mean, if you have if you have a way to bargain with them or a way to <laughs> convince them to perform the ritual for you, you can. Now, if we did that, the advantage would be that we get to enter the underworld as ourselves. Um, let's see. 
Yeah, I mean, effectively, you're not following any any particular myth. The the six stones is just it's it's just a place. It's a magical place to get you to the underworld. So you would you would be less constrained mythically as to what you would have to do. But on the other hand, you wouldn't have any myths to follow either, because there's there's an advantage in knowing the myth that okay, this is what happened to Orlando or Ronaldo. So this is what I can expect might happen. Whereas if you go, if you kind of take the express elevator from the six stones, you kind of don't know where you're in. You're, where, you know, where's where's the bottom of the elevator? Where are you getting off? You don't really quite know exactly where you're landing in the underworld. Thank you. Same, and that's same, also, same thing with the tar pit, helicraft. Uh, yeah. Those, yes. Well, those go to well-known places in the underworld. There's a there's kind of a one-to-one correspondence. But yeah, we don't we don't know many of the myths associated with those particular location, so you would be kind of on your own. You know, I but I feel like, uh, for whatever reason, I, I want to, I, I personally feel like I want to do something a little more unknown. Um, you want to go to the Hellcrack? Unknown, <laughs> unknown and dangerous. I, I just, Reform? Know, uh, something about it just says, but then again, I see the huge risk in that, and I'm not exactly the, the biggest fighter, so... You're going to make Clarios go first. I don't feel like, <laughs> like I could, yeah, smile at the, uh, the, at a demon, the magical guard, Hellcrack, or whatever. <laughs> well, to, to get to Pent, you'd have to go, th- you'd probably have to go through a portion of the Lunar Empire to get there. I don't know. So, does anyone else feel like they're up for a little adventure, or, or should we take? I mean, because I logically, I'm I'm, I'm with the, the, the owner and all this path. Uh, I don't know. If but I'm just being ornery as a player. It's just interesting to want to, as a player to want to see what happens in a lot of those situations. But yeah, there's so, so much yeah. unknown, and there's so much you know. Even just going to the the Halaki. Can I take Ronald's path, do a save game, and then rewind back? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? It's like those little flip books where you... Save a copy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I used to have, like, all my fingers and everything. Yeah. And flip and see. Oh, I want to go this way. Yeah. Oh, damn it. <laughs> this way had some death, and I'll go back. <clears throat> well, it seems like maybe this is a reasonable time to call it. So, again, think about what... the. Besides freeing King Hofstaring, what do you want to gain magically from this for yourselves or for your clan? And then two of you have to think about abilities that the particular items that you were given um, okay. should have. And they should obviously they should be related to kind of what yeah. they're about. Like what mine says vengeful, something about vengeful. Well, it, it, you're, you're, you're so, I mean, it's a sword of death. Oh. So. Well, I mean, it says you know, the, 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 the ability was vengeful. And right. It has two. No, no, no. Two, those are two new base abilities. It's not, it's not related to Vengeful. Oh, what was, what was Vengeful? Vengeful is two, mas- is two mastery. Oh. So then you have two new base abilities at 13. So not, thir- not plus 13, just 13 is the ability. Okay, so... So these are related... I mean, just think of anything that a sword that brings... That's good for, that's good for killing and good for killing undead. Um, basically, you know, it's a death bringer. Okay. That's what swords do, or weapons do. So abilities... That either relate directly to that, or maybe make it make you better at it, or maybe try to get your ass out of something that 
I, I don't think healing necessarily should be the part of it, but, um, you know, like getting out of combat or something like that might be an option to think about. Okay. It's only 13, though, so don't necessarily okay. rely on it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And same thing for you, that that's, you know, that's a connection to life. It's, right. It's, um, Can well, you bring things back to life? Yes, under sure. yes, under certain circumstances you mm -hmm. can. There are there are resurrection spells mm -hmm. that the Chalana Roy healers have, but they'll only they don't do that just for any Tom Dick and Harry. Okay. Um, and so these breakout abilities should be something under merciful. No, no, no. They're they're top level abilities, base level. Okay. So, like for instance, I'm not suggesting you should do this, uh -huh. but. Because this is, you know, this is this is a living branch, mm -hmm. a living branch that's been separated. You know, it's, it it lives on its own. It doesn't need roots. It doesn't need to plant it. It's, it's living. Mm -hmm. So you could say, um, you know, produce fruit. So then you always oh, can I eat. See. You know, because it's something tied to the to life, so life giving thing itself. Yeah. Um, I have a special stick, and it makes fruit. <laughs> well, yeah. Hey, you know what would you do for a good orange in dark season when there's you know, you're, when you're eating turnips and barley? A nice or you know a good juicy orange might be pretty handy to have. That steps with it. Curious, how come the, the the wrath was given to me instead of say Galerius or Sarkin? Um, was there a reason for that? Uh, out of yes, out of character. Um, and, and so, game master to player, because Claria, because uh, Christy already her combat ability is already higher than what the sword would give you would give her. Oh, okay. Whereas your combat ability is a little bit less. Oh, okay, I see. So I wanted to give it to you oh, to, to raise your comp to raise your, because you know because we talked about you know catch up skills and using hero points. And it was, yeah. You know, it would, it would have burned a lot of hero points and not given you a lot of catch up. So or mustard either. <laughs> so. Um, Okay. That's why I gave you the sword. And I was going to ask... Um, and I didn't so give it to Argrath because he's not he's a talker, not a fighter. Okay. I was going to ask... Notice I didn't say he's not a... I did not say he's a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> what if we went to help the Daedalus tribe? Assuming we would have been successful. They're basically... I mean, you could... Would we, you, would we have been able to help them at all? No. No? You'd have just been there and wiped out, too. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they called on their their highest college of magicians. They they sent, you know, like, meteor swarms down. Okay. Okay. Just curious. Moon rocks flying. So it was a good decision for us. Rocks fall, everyone dies. Okay. So there's nothing we could have done. No. Okay. We will avenge them, though, when we overthrow the lunars. Well, well, I'll wait for next time then. <laughs> <laughs>